Call me a cynic, but I do choose to believe when it comes to dating and when it comes to working and, uh, and several other aspects of life, you kind of have to go through some crap just to figure out what exactly works. AJ McCall for the Automations Group debated eight on VFX. McCall out sick today. What I mean by this, I'm not wishing on anyone. I'm just saying I think that the law of averages would seem to indicate, right, that you're not gonna you're not gonna nail it on the first try. Very unlikely to find your high school sweetheart. Very unlikely to find the perfect job you love first try. So you're going to go through some of those bad experiences, which are going to, they're going to, I think, make you a little bit more experienced, less naive. They're also going to teach you what to expect and kind of how to protect yourself. It's a little bit, it's a double-edged sword. There's goods and bads to it. I was talking to a friend of mine, and somehow we got on the subject of first first jobs. And I'd never heard her story, for, and I realized. And apparently she used to work at a boot store years and years ago. And she said the owner was just absolutely crazy. Despite the fact that I had some sales experience, wouldn't let me do anything except menial jobs. And then one day I tagged the wrong side of the boot with the price tag. That's all I did for eight hours. She went bananas on me, and I quit on the spot. She then went even more nuts and said I was a bad person. And I was, <laughs> I was like, okay have a little understanding right little bit of of what the job is i'm not saying i'm not saying you can't take pride in your work and you should work hard and try to achieve and strive to to reach whatever heights you can and whatever job you're doing but so it's like you gotta tag in boots for eight hours like come on come on uh you can comment on our, our facebook page utah's vfx tiffany said she had a manager that wanted to have a prayer before management meetings that was awkward <laughs> Amy wins when people crap on the bathroom floor. I, I I have been lucky enough to not work a ton of retail, but that would do it for me. I would be like, nope. Mm-mm. Mop down, gloves off, have fun. I, I've told this story a couple of times, but um, my first, what I call my first real real job, I actually worked at Walmart for my first job and hated it, lasted three weeks. Because of them, actually, scheduling problem. Uh, because on that one, I applied during the summer before I went to college. I was wide open. I had open availability. They waited until the school year started, and then they tried to, they hired me, and then I got the schedule that I needed for the school year, which was just weekends because they wanted long shifts, and that was the only time I squeeze them. So I do my training for three weeks. I get done with it, and then I, I get a call that Monday morning, and they say, hey, you're supposed to be here. I'm like, I can't. I'm in class right now. I made that very clear. And they're like, well, you got to call in sick or you're going to be just reported ditching. And so I called in. I went in and I was like, I don't know what happened. I can't be here during weeks. I had weekend schedule. That's what you guys trained me on. And all of a sudden you changed it. I'm like, well, the schedule's been made for two weeks. We can't change it. And I said, well, I quit then because you're going you're gonna to try and fire me anyway over this. My second job, I, I was so annoyed. Minimum wage went up, and I don't know if this is actually policy. I think bad companies is probably policy. Minimum wage went up when I had that job, so I was making seven fifty as a key holder. I got fifty cents as a as hold, being able to open and close a store, and then I got a I got a, like a twenty one cent raise. So I was making seven seventy one. Well, then minimum wage went up to seven twenty five, and I trained a girl, and she became a key holder. And she was making seven seventy five to my seven seventy one, and she was a terrible employee. She was she got fired like a month later but I went into my boss I was like she's making more than me I've been here longer and she's not great and his response well just because minimum wage up came came doesn't mean we're gonna make you move and I told him I was like so you're telling me if I quit now and come back you're gonna pay me more because I've got experience too and he was like uh 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 I hated that job
But you know how it is. You can't necessarily quit because you get paid. You got the reliable hours. So I ultimately got my revenge by waiting until he went on his vacation. I turned in my two weeks notice. He had been he was leaving for a week. He comes back and he just walks into the store and goes, I got your two weeks. That's how it's going to be. Like, yep, moving on. I found something better. I I laughed. That store went out of business. And when I went home, I made I went and saw one of the old remnants of it and I laughed about it. Megan's got a pretty good one too. Uh, tie between the manager who installed hidden cameras around the building to spy on employees or the boss who said you no longer have a home life if you work here, which is just not a good balance. Let's let's look. I said this week, make 2022 the year of mental maintenance and self-care and all that. That is not a good approach. It's the idea like you're going to get so much work done. Work is going to suffer. Got to have the balance. Got to be able to relax. Turn the brain off. Poll of the day. You have a crazy story from a job. Crazy one, like someone, somebody won't believe along these same lines. And if so, what is it? The challenge is to beat either Megan or Amy because someone pooping on the floor. I mean, I'm I'm walking out. Megan's isn't bad either, though. Like the hidden camera is like that. I'd be like, ugh, creepazoid factor through the roof. Speaking of walking out of a job, though, what about walking out of a date? My my best friend, who I'm convinced at this point is just never going to settle down because they're way too picky is back at it again with the crazy dating stories. People out there dating, how how are, how are you doing right now? How are you holding up? There's a stat the other day that said uh, people dated, what is it, went on 29% less dates during the pandemic, and I thought, well, yeah, duh. Like, we weren't, a, we, people weren't allowed to for a stretch, so of course they went on less dates. AJ McCall for the Automations Group debated eight on VFX. McCall out six, a buddy of mine. Lives in Colorado. Super picky. Like me and the friends get together. And I, w- I wouldn't say we're quite to the intervention stage yet, but we've had the discussion. Like, I, I don't know that he's ever going to settle down just because he's so darn picky. That being said, I ask how you're doing when you're out there dating now because it seems like it becomes a little bit more of a wild card scenario once you get past whatever the threshold is. I don't want to put a number on it because then we forgot. But there's a threshold out there that it seems like it's just very much – a little bit wild card status. <laughs> I mean, story the other day, he decided he met a girl online. He was going to go out on a date with her, and she had a kid. And he, before that, was not something he had ever considered. I don't know that I, I don't remember off the top of my head ever being a deal breaker, but it might have been something that he just kind of, I guess, stayed away from. So I guess it was a deal breaker. But anyway, so uh, girl had a uh, three year old son. Went to pick her up. Shippers man, the leader to the car, etc. Knocked on the door. She opened the door, and when she opened the door, introduced him on their first date to her son as dad. <laughs> that he could not get out of the date fast enough. Like, like I, I, from my perspective, I don't know. I, I think it would be something that would take me a second to get used to the idea. But that's like that's like deep in ice water all at the same time trying to chuck him in there. I was like, okay, I get it, buddy. That's a that's a little over the top, little 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 too strong on that way, little too strong. <laughs> he apparently had another one. I guess they went to see a movie and he just was not feeling the movie, and he yawned. And she stuck her fingers in his mouth and said, "Got ya." And I gotta tell you, that is disgusting. Do not. I. I honestly am more upset. I think with that one than I am with the first lady because that is disgusting. It's like I used to when I was in high school. I used to do a little bit of weightlifting, not nearly enough, but a little bit when I played lacrosse. And you know when you bench, you haven't bench pressed for a while, and you would, 
not consistent enough. And like right, right where your armpit is, like right where your chest is, that connects to your shoulder muscle would get super sore. I would stretch, and my buddy would just take a crab claw. He would just pinch onto that muscle, and he wouldn't let go. And it was so painful, like I couldn't shake for it. I was like, "Stop! It hurts so much." Sticking your finger into someone's mouth with a yawn is awful. Just like poking someone in the gut or poking someone, anyone when they're trying to stretch because that feeling is great. Body needs it. Feeling good. Getting that nice long stretch out of the way. All of a sudden, somebody ruins that whole sensation. Anxiety fills you up. Don't do that. Don't do that. What made you walk out of a date? 68255. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Text message come in somewhere. I once upon a time went out to a dinner with a girl. When I was polite to the waitress, she screamed at me, would you rather be on a date with her? Ouch. Red flag. Red, red flag. And another one, he blew his nose into a cloth napkin, then set it down on the table next to his plate. I, I, I got I to gotta claim ignorance here. I don't totally get that. I know, I know McCall's made it very clear in the conversation we've had that uh, blowing your nose at the table, definitely not a good idea. And I, uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily, yeah, you know what, no, no, I, I take that back. I guess it would be kind of a deal breaker for me because, you know, Cloth napkin, a little bit nicer place, kind of disgusting. And then I guess, the, is it the table thing? Just because it's closed? Like, if you set it on the plate, I got it. But, like, next? Eh, I don't know about the next thing. Uh, he ordered a pitcher of beer. Waitress said two mugs, and he said no one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, come on, man. Really? There's not, you're out on your own. You can get it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Here we go. I wondered why his nickname was Lizard Boy. I found that that he had lizards roaming free in his house. Game over. Ooh, you you gotta give someone a heads up for that one, right? Like if you, like even any pet. If you if someone comes over for the first time, you, you heads up. I have a cat. I have a dog. I have lizards, fish. Maybe not fish, but cat dog. One case of challenge, but you're gonna have more of an over everywhere. Just trying to shock therapy of them to accepting it because they just have no idea what they're looking at. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Uh, good luck out there. Again, uh, you're out there dating right now. I send you my strength. Send you my strength and well wishes.